100 percent like I, I love that you're playing dumb just so I can explain it. I, I know Drew does. I, I don't I don't use Snapchat. Yeah, that's what I mean. Drew Drew yeah. Drew is an innocent boy. I'm an innocent uh, boy, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. That's it. So premium Snapchat is usually so usually the cosplayers or uh, my free webcam girls or something like that. Mm. They have a normal they it. have a normal Snapchat. Like that's pretty PG or uh, safe for work and then and then you have to pay like X amount either for a lifetime membership or either per month, and you get the premium Snapchat where they they add you as a friend on the premium Snapchat and they send you nudies and all that kind of. So is, is it just for mature content? Basically, yeah, it's just yeah, 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 it, yeah. It's okay. not safe for worth content. Yeah, cool. It's pretty much okay. Yeah, it's a premium Snapchat. They because like back in the day, back 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 in the day when Snapchat first kind of came out, everyone was just sending nudies and stuff like that. That yeah. was just all what it was. But then people, smart people, were like, "Well, fuck that." People definitely want my nudies, so I'm going to charge people for them. So that's where this whole premium Snapchat kind of uh, concept comes in. All right, I get it. It's cam girls and cam boys who make their nudes available to a group of people who pay for them. Yes. Why did you buy it for someone for Valentine's Day? <laughs> um, because... That's that's what I want to circle back to here. she's Nato. a big fan of her and she's always wanted to get her premium Snapchats. And also you get her nudie live streaming stuff where she does cooking and stuff like that. So, huh. yeah. I like... Yeah, there you go. Some girls want this, some girls want that. All right. Some girls want flowers, some girls want nudes on Snapchat. Yeah, exactly. Hmm. I'm going to use this opportunity to jump in Look, it's and all about introduce the show. Well, the, here, oh, let, me, <laughs> let me finish off. It's all about supporting the artist, all right? You can oh, go out there, you free porn hub and stuff like that. But if you don't support the artists, how are they going to make a living? And then how are we going to keep getting these nudes? Oh, too so, true. It's so, so admirable yeah, of you, Nato. Exactly. Absolute gentleman. Uh, this is the 8-Bit Cast. This is a, a brand new podcast brought to you from the 8-Bit Network uh, where a selection of your favorite hosts get together to talk about just about anything in the world except for gaming for a change. Um, this episode is being released on February 14, which as we all know is Valentine's Day. Woo! And so of course today's show is going to be all about valentine's day and love and romance and all the things that make us warm and fuzzy inside um this is the first podcast where this collection of hosts have gotten together which is very exciting yeah i haven't podcast with drew before no i haven't podcast with either of you yeah it's gonna be good fun we'll go easy the thing you need to remember about nato nato's kind of like if skippy the kangaroo was a golden retriever (laughs) if you keep that in your mind you know exactly how to handle him (laughs) skippy and a golden retriever i love it so seeing as this is a bit of an introduction for the three of us i thought a fun way to i guess get on the same page is to uh, answer three very quick questions. Nato, we'll start with you. Yep, hit me. I want to know. I want to know what your longest relationship is. I want to know what your shortest relationship is, and I also want to know in one word how you would describe your love life. Go. Um. All right. So longest is easy. That was nine years. That ended last year. And then, like, what? How do? How? Like, what do we count as a relationship then for take shorter? Because I can say a week. It's like, real. <laughs> I, I think if you're invested. Okay. Well, I'm out about a month level. and a half then. A month and a half. It was like one of, probably my like first 
real girlfriend, if that makes sense. Like, the, you know, you had your casual things and weird kind of high school girlfriends that didn't really go anywhere, and it's like you dating them for a week or something. But, uh, yeah, that one was, I think, I, yeah, first year out of high school, so first year of uni. Lovely girl I met at the place I was working at, Bunnings. Yeah, dated her for a year. I mean, a year, a month, and then, yeah, she broke up with me a month and a half later. And you had to see her down the timber aisle every every day at work, did you? <laughs> <laughs> I actually did. I had to fucking see her at work, like, every day from then onwards. And you say, stop looking at my wood. And now she's married <laughs> to some rich-ass doctor, and she yeah. lives in, like, yeah, pretty much Subiaco. It would be really emasculating to have all of these like real blokey tradies around her all the time. And then you're there, just poor little young golden retriever NATO. <laughs> now, well, this is, this, is, this, this is the height of like stripper Nathan. Like I was stripping at this stage. So I was pretty bulky and like ripped and I was a good looking boy that, back then. I forgot you were a stripper. That's right. Did you know that, Drew? Oh, I did. Yeah, I did hear that. <laughs> So, so yeah, this well, was this was peak NATO. So I don't I don't want to stick on this too long, but did you have a stripper name? Uh, not really, Nathan. Okay, yeah. Nathan. <laughs> no one will ever recognise him. <laughs> yeah. uh, Drew. All right, longest relationship, shortest relationship. Oh wait, what's your word, NATO? Real quick, one word. Ooh. Describe your sh- fun. Fun. Okay, yeah. nice, cool. Drew, longest relationship, shortest relationship. One word to describe your whole game. Uh, longest relationships the one I've been um, in at the moment uh, just hit four years uh, shortest one's probably a couple, a couple of months that was that was like back back in high school just went out for a couple of months nothing too serious or anything just you know, two months and said oh well, it's not really working out and we left it at that and uh, a, a word to describe myself is that what you mean? to describe your, your love game oh my love game uh, your, your, your history as a, as a man of, of loving compassionate need uh i'll probably say caring i care about my partners yeah beautiful thank you all right dream <laughs> uh yeah we're turning it back on you now yeah <laughs> oh, real, real, real quick and easy i've obviously had time to think about it longest was three and a half years Damn. shortest shortest was three days that was what? that was also in high school okay yeah. all right and, so you uh, count those high school ones oh i was i was committed for those three days <laughs> Damn, her name was her name was Jess. Yep. And I was dating her on a Tuesday. So who broke up with who? I got a phone call three days later from her. Oh. I hadn't seen her at all in those three days. Yeah. But we were like, <laughs> as you know, we were in it as far as teenagers could be in it, I guess, at 14 or whatever. And then, uh, and then yeah, she called me three days later. She just wasn't feeling the love. So she left me. You were so invested. I thought she was pretty cute. <laughs> was that was that one of your first relationships, or was that a couple in? Or I oh, don't know. Nah. Dream was popping girls in primary school. <laughs> popping, yeah, yeah. It was. Um, you would... I think it was probably like the second or third, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. No, nah, you were slaying hearts in primary school, Dream. No, I was. I was like, I would. I would crush on people very easily, though. Aww. As a kid. <laughs> Oh, like it was pretty bad, especially as a teenager. It's so heartbreaking back then, you know. Yeah. Everything's so much worse when it, yeah. when, it when it hits you as a the teenager. The world's over once somebody breaks up with you. Yeah. yeah. You still think the world's going to work out for you. Yeah. And then you become an adult and you realize it's just not how how it happens. Um, one word. I didn't actually think about this. Um, uh, I would describe the word as um fluid. Hey. Ooh. 
Ooh. That's a word. That's sounds, a word. Sounds very lubricating, that kind yeah, of description. Yeah, it does. Yeah. It does, yeah. I didn't mean it to be any kind of innuendo, just more... Fluid. Is, is that because a lot of it's exchanged, or... Where, no, where, are, we, where like... are we headed with this word? That's, that's why. Just, just kind of like going with the flow. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Um, and I guess another key point to to make right now just for the listeners both of you two gentlemen are in relationships right now drew you already yep. mentioned you're in a, a nice four-year stint at the moment mm-hmm. nato how long have you been with your lovely kaz uh five months now five months yeah okay and i am flying the flag for single people single boys and girls all over australia right now because you're a heartbreaker these days no, it's, it's because I'm just unlucky in love, NATO. I'm just absolutely unlucky in love. But this is Valentine's Day, and I have a really uh, really interesting fact for you. Did you know that Valentine's Day actually started in Roman times, NATO? No. I didn't know that, no. I thought it was never really Valentine's about it. or whatever his name was. In, was he um, Irish? This is the guy. So apparently an emperor, Roman emperor, f- just didn't want his dudes getting like betrothed and like... Um, married during wartime so he just kind of forbade it but this guy valentine would actually just secretly marry people together Hmm. and then when the emperor found out he imprisoned him and then this guy valentine fell in love with the jailer's daughter and wrote her a letter signing it her valentine and that's how apparently the whole thing started now it's just like buy flowers and chocolate please and they'll be happy (laughs) Sure. Yeah, sign a card. More than a billion cards get, yeah. get sent, I think I read. That's really fucking incredible. Nato, I, I want to jump in, mate. I want you to tell me about the first time you went on a date. Um, is, is it bad that it's probably nearly one of my first, like current relationships? No, that's not bad. I just want to know about an interesting date you've had. I feel like you've got a weird story coming. Dates or no, I got a good one. All right, so so here we go. This this what, what age are we going? Nineteen, I think it was about. It was really it was still at Bunnings, and I was crushing on this other girl at Bunnings, and um. Oh, the hot Bunnings chicks, jeez. God, Bunnings was just a treasure trove back in oh the my God. day. Better than Masters, you reckon? God, no, that's why Masters <laughs> shut down. There wasn't enough lovely God. ladies there. Um, Mitre 10 just couldn't hack it. Yes. The girls at Mitre 10 the just Mitre 10's just got all the old dads there and stuff like that. There's nobody to crush on at Mitre 10. Um, no, yeah, and like, we were smitten with each other. We quite liked each other. We hung out a lot. And I also used to work off, there's an island just off um, Perth called Rottnest Island. It's like, you can only get there by ferry and stuff like that. And, um... There's no cars on the island and stuff like that, but there's, like, one bakery, there's, like, one this, one that, and I used to work at the bakery there as well as a second job. And because you got to... When you work there, they can they give you accommodation as well. So, yeah, you know, Suave or Nathan used to invite girls all over all the time because they get free accommodation over on this island and stuff like that. <laughs> but this time I was like, no, it's going to be very nice. I like this girl, so I took her out to like breakfast that morning when she came over on the ferry, and then, and then, so rewind just a little bit. A few like a week before this, Nathan thought he was a funny guy and decided to buy some of those, you know, like European kind of boardies, the ones that are like Ooh. in between board shorts and like speedos. They're Sounds nearly, delicious. Yes. Like, oh, what's his name? The 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 James Bond dude that came out of the water. Yeah. Daniel Craig? Yeah, the yeah. Daniel Craig kind of bathers yeah. that he had. Yeah, one of those. Oh, I, 
And then uh, the other side of me was like, I can wear these under my board shorts so I have some underwear on just in case they come off. But Nathan was like, you know what? I'm going to be a suave guy. I think I'm looking good. I'm going to wear these in front of this girl all day while we're at the beach and sunbathing and stuff like that. So being good, responsible, sun safe, Nathan, I did use sunscreen, but the, the, the part between my, like, my knees and my hips doesn't receive much sun because <laughs> usually I'm not wearing clothing that short. So, yeah. so I got severely sunburnt that day as well while, while we're hanging out, but I'm, I'm hiding it the rest of the day and I, I take it out for dinner. There's a nice pub on, on the beach that overlooks the water and the lights where all the boats are and stuff like that. It was a beautiful, beautiful dinner. We got a little drunk and then we go back and, you know, have a bit of a kiss and cuddle and stuff like that. And then when it kind of gets a bit more heated, like hands start running up legs. <laughs> all of a sudden I realized I have like nearly, like, nearly blisters and bleeding legs of how sunburnt my Ugh. legs are. And it feels like acid as she's touching my like leg at the moment. And I'm like, what do I do? What do I do? Like, I like this girl. Like, I can't ruin this night by being like, yep, yeah, let's go to bed. That's you power the... through it. Nato, yeah. you, I, I can tell you the answer. You power through it. <laughs> okay, so he, here, here, here's where Nathan's idea. I run into, I'm like, I, I, got, I got a quick pee for a second. So I go, that's what I said. I ran in, into the bathroom, and I was like, what am I going to do? I need to cover them in something. So I get some glad wrap. And start wrapping my legs up, like around it. She won't notice that. (laughs) No, well the lights were off. The lights were off in the bedroom, and then so it's a way better option. So I go back in there, and then instantly that's like that's even worse. Like rubbing plastic on burnt skin. So like that Mm. would not feel nice normally, but in my like like quick rational brain, it seemed like a good idea. But yeah, then I'm yeah. So in the end, I had to say no let's just go to sleep hun i'll see you in the morning and i just rolled over and went to bed and never really saw that girl ever again yeah this is a story about a time you glad wrapped your legs it was a i took her on it was like the first time i took a girl on a date as well like i took her to breakfast that morning i took her to the beach and then i took her to dinner that night at the pub and yeah it all ended in horror in the end but <laughs> i never <laughs> you should have just been honest and said, you know what, my legs got really sunburnt. Um, don't touch where it's sunburnt. Touch a bit higher where it's not sunburnt, and we'll be fine. You could have just That's been honest sweet. and said that. Yeah, I think at nineteen you can get away with that. <laughs> I know. Look, as a, like an older, rational person now, I'm like, yep, should have just told her what happened. But no, I was like, I wanted the day to be perfect, and it just no. Mm. By that stage, it was it was all over. Like, she, like it torn a bit of the skin off, and oh, it was not good. It was a bad day. But yeah, that that's like the, one of my most memorable dates. It ended in all in horror. It was a perfect date up till the end of that day. Mm. Did you recover? Did she did she see you again? So I'm kind of enthralled that you've, you've put so much detail. No, into that's this. what kinda... I mean. Like, no, like she must have thought I wasn't interested because. Yeah, she, like, didn't really, like, we hung out, like, a few times after that, but there was no sparks anymore, and, and a few months later, she moved, she moved over to Italy for a while, and, yeah, didn't see her for, like, four more years after that. I was gonna say, she couldn't get far enough away from you, it sounded like. No, apparently, yeah. Oh, I still love you, mate, I still love you. Um, Drew, how did you, how did you meet your partner, mate, four years in? Uh, well, we just, 
it's kind of it's kind of non-eventful really we we like met at a mutual friend's sort of bonfire party type thing and we sort of met each other there and we didn't really think about it we ran into each other again and we sort of just kept on hanging out as friends and at the time she was actually she was moving to adelaide she was moving to the city and like the, i was helping her move her things and that and i i, I, I said to her i'm like oh do you want to go out because <laughs> <laughs> yes. we, we're starting to like really like each other and she said yeah so we she, she still moved to adelaide and we did uh we had like a long distance relationship there for a while and um i think about three months in she she decided to move back and yeah we we kept going from there and uh move moved in together about two years in and yeah now we've been living together for about about two years or so um yeah like yeah. It's, it's sort of it's sort of non-eventful it sort of just happened it wasn't like a big thing like i one of us like went for one another or we just sort of become friends and formed a relationship together but I like the way you did it because this is one of my favorite plays is the proximity play is what I call it, where you just really don't make any sort of advance at all. You just kind yeah. of be around. And mm. then as time goes by, someone gets worn down enough and then it just kind of <laughs> happens. Yeah. Because at, at the time too, I was like, oh, you know, don't know, like the, the, the typical thing when you sing, we're like, oh, I don't have a girlfriend. How am I going to meet girls? Like you do that thing. But it's sort of just next minute I found myself in a relationship. It's one of those one of those things I, I feel God, like. That, I, that is the way. Like in the period I was single from the end of last relationship to this one, I was just like, no, nah, I'm going to be mm. single forever. Yeah, it um, feels like that at the time too <laughs> when, when you're in it. But uh, yeah, like I'm, I'm just I'm just looking at Salim going. He's like <laughs> laughing. Uh, <laughs> no, 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 because it's like, because yeah, the grass is always greener on the other side. Yeah. When yeah. you're outside of the party, the party looks really cool. But when you get through that front door and you realize everyone there's boring, the one thing you want to do is leave. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, uh, did either of you guys like, uh, Drew, I don't know. Did, did you miss kind of the, the technological advent of like Tinder and Bumble and stuff? Or was that kind of a little bit before... Uh, relationship. I, I was on Tinder, but I never used it properly. I was just like, "Yeah, I'm single. I'll go on Tinder." And every now, like, I swipe left, swipe right, and uh, you know, you match with a couple of girls, and you send them a message. Sometimes you get nothing back. Sometimes you get, "Oh, hey," like I, yeah. I, I never found it useful. I never actually uh, got anything out of it. Say, but um, yeah, I, I never really tried on it either. I think it's a bit like it, it's it's a it's a good tool. Like it can work, but it's not. Like, a lot of people just sit there saying, oh, I'm single, and they sit on their phone just swiping left and right. And um, Yeah, it becomes a game rather than, like, yeah. you're actually doing it for the reason that it's there for. Like, because, yeah. yeah, like, my... It was only last year that I got out of the nine-year relationship, so, like, I missed all of, like, the build-up and, like, actuation of actually becoming Tinder and all Bumble and all those things. So when I started having to use it for the first time... I was like, I don't know what I'm doing. Mm. I'm terrible at it. Like I'm like, in a in the least egotistical way. Like I'm a fun person in in life in like real life, like yeah. in person. But like I just don't. I didn't know how to grab that and put it into a digital form for Tinder. It was yeah. just. Oh. It's the worst. Yeah. It's the absolute worst. It'll send you crazy too. Trying to work out why like you've just swiped ten times and nothing's like hit or whatever. 
Like, are your photos good enough? Is your description funny or whatever? He get paranoid. Like, I mm. like I'm very self confident, but I like Tinder made me like super like. Yeah, it's not good for your mental health. I feel oh. like no. <laughs> No, it's not no. good for your ego, that's for sure. Like, no. like, it's horrible. If the one thing you want is to feel sexy, like nothing will ruin that more than like 50 no's like, in a yeah. row. Uh, I feel, uh, like, a lot of people I watch use it now. They're just looking for like a one-night stand as well. Like They're not looking for, oh, I'm going to meet the boy in my dreams and just like they're just going through. Like, yeah. Like usually like a decent dude from what I can tell and a decent woman as well, uh, they don't use Tinder for like the actual purpose it might have been originally used for. I don't know. That's just from what I've observed anyway. See, that, that's <laughs> yeah. the difference for me. Like, ever, so much of my friends I know are now in relationships from Tim, Tinder and stuff like that. So that's why I mm. had so much faith mm. of, of it when I went into it because I was like, I know all these people that had a good time with it and stuff like that. This yeah. guy over here just uses it for sex and this guy over here found his girlfriend and this chick over here found her boyfriend. And me... Tweet, tweet. Just fucking... <laughs> it's like tumbleweeds <laughs> fucking rolling across the... F- the tinder screen and stuff like mm. that and the ones that i matched with i was just like i don't know what i'm supposed to be doing one of them like i knew i like once i said the wrong thing i knew what i'd said wrong but then like she misinterpreted what i said and it's just like oh now i can't even say like no that's not what i meant i meant it in this way and it's just like oh god and then like the one that i went and, like i drove like an hour to meet this one person and then it was just like it was the worst thing i'd ever done in my whole entire life and then i had to stay at her house because it was an hour drive away and it was just like <laughs> not a good time yeah not so, a, i a do good he- time. Oh, sorry i do hear those stories of people like oh what you what you up to tonight mates oh yeah i'm going to Going a no, oh, it's about two two hour drive to this next town, and I'm gonna meet this chick, and yeah, she's pretty hot, and yeah, chick her out, and yeah, it's nice. It's like, <laughs> passes the phone around, passes the yeah, phone pass, around, pass, around, pass through the phone. All the boys yeah, like nice. nodding their heads, like, oh yeah, nice, nice, very nice one, Barry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, delicious. <laughs> what? I've, a- uh, <laughs> I've I've uh, I've used uh, these apps. Yes, right, you quite- sound you you seem like you'd be a bit of a connoisseur of them though. Well, I've so had he- a very trying relationship with them. Yeah. I think I started using them like three, two or three years ago and it was awful. Like nothing ever happened. I wasn't getting any like success out of it. So yeah. I like, I, I deleted it all. Mm-hmm. And then like maybe a year later, I, I tried again and I started having like a tiny bit of success, like getting a few good matches, but never really going on any dates or anything. Couldn't quite work out the conversation bit of it. Yeah. And so I deleted it again. And then I had a friend, um, sort of a housemate at the time, sort of observed that I wasn't really dating. And he, he, he kind of took it upon himself to get actively involved in my, in my love life. Jesus. And uh, like in an afternoon over beers, basically sorted out my apps. Yeah. And then told me a bit right. of a game plan as well. There's oh, yeah. I a had trick. a few friends that did that for me. They, they, they. They went through it like they like give me all your photos and then so they give yeah. me your photo and they, they edited them and then they like got some um god they changed my whole bio and stuff god it was yeah is it like a, a queer eye for the straight guy but like just like doing your tinder profile yeah mine yeah mine was <laughs> definitely like more successfully romantic male <laughs> sorting out my like my beta status tinder account <laughs> so, <laughs> So, um, but anyway, learn a bunch, went on a bunch of dates, ended up doing, uh, doing a bit better with it, meeting more people through it, which was for the first time using these apps really good. But 
I started to notice something about myself. I started to notice that I was being very picky yes. with the people. That yes. Even after like a match, like I just wouldn't talk to them. No. Straight no. away. I'd just be like, oh, no, next one. Like it's, it does something to your brain where it makes you, I think, very selective, hyper-selective, mm. which just doesn't translate to the real world. Like you can meet most of these people in the real world, out in the wild, and you get along really well. Yeah, I'd, be, I'd go up to like 90% of them and be like, hey. But on Tinder, you're just like, no, 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 no. If you're at a bar or something, you'd be like, you might get into a conversation and find out you like the same things. And while, yeah. while you weren't really attracted at, at first, uh, you might you know, grow that relationship and it might go further. Whereas on Tinder, it, it makes you just hone in on what they look like, um, what they're looking like in the photo and maybe a bio like, I like I like football. We're like, yeah, I like football too. Yeah, swap nice. And <laughs> like, like it, it, make, it makes you really quite judgmental. There were so many girls holding f- like fishes and uh, yeah, oh foot- my god, and football scarves <laughs> on Tinder, yeah. and like that's like the that's the female equivalent of, of in the male ones holding puppies or something like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I read a. Uh, oh, sorry. Uh, it's just like when, when there's like three girls in the picture. You're like, I don't know which one you are. Like that one's attractive, and that one's not so much. Yeah. <laughs> It's it's interesting the the curation of photos. There's yep. always like a great one and then several average ones. And for you know absolute evidence of that, just go and find my Bumble. I've got like one great photo and then really bad ones. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but uh, I read a book actually called Modern Romance. It was actually written by Aziz Ansari um, yes. before his incidents. Yes. Um, and he talks about this like weird world we live in now and how it all works romantically and talks about apps. I think the the, the three big tips he had was um, have photos that um, are are all different and show you doing something unique and interesting. Like, I don't know, going for a walk or going like abseiling or something exercisey. That's like one. The second one was to not open with hello because um, if you just look at any girl's Tinder account, there's like a hundred dudes all saying hello. So you just kind of want to do something to stand out. And the third one was have some kind of quirky description. The more detail, the better. Apparently that works better um, if you're mm. a guy trying to get on these things. For women, I think just be on there and <laughs> I think that's kind of like, that's that's most of the battle one really, right? Put the bait out there and just wait. Yeah. Because like, that, that's the thing. Like, uh, like a lot of us are pretty like personality heavy in real life. But like my old housemate, he's a bit like, no, I wouldn't say weird. A bit quirky in real life and a bit weird and stuff like that. But on Tinder and stuff like that, man fucking crushes it. He is like... But he's like... He he, he is tuned weird into being different from everyone else that's saying like hello and hi and stuff like that. Like, yeah, he fails on some, but there's some that he just like matches on that I'm like, you couldn't do that in real life. And he's like, I know. Like, I just be weird and strange and stuff like that on Tinder. And it, like, puts me apart from everybody. And he does so well on Tinder. He pulls way above his height on Tinder. I feel like there's always a person that you'd least expect, but, like, they're actually just... A kid, like just a, a god at you know the dating game yeah. they just totally yeah. get it they've always got someone there how is he when he actually meets them in person though like, or yeah, if he meets them that's in person? what i mean like he's good once he's got to know somebody but like i've been out like he is like one of the guys i used to go clubbing with when we all turned 18 yeah. and man couldn't score if like <laughs> he had a bajillion dollars he owned the club 
Like he's uh, just no, he was man. just very not good at it in like real life instigating the conversation and stuff like that. But on Tinder, I'm I bow my hat to him most of the time. Because <laughs> I, I read them and I'm like, this is so dumb. Like, what is funny about this? And the girl absolutely loves it. And I'm just like, I don't know what, like, up is down, left is right, cats and dogs. I don't even understand anymore. So Tinder's just changed the game. Can mm. I, can I ask you both? Like, let's, yeah. let's do like a little bit of like a lightning round of advice here. If you are yep. brand new to the love game, like what's one thing, one tip, oh God. <laughs> one little nugget of wisdom you would impart onto someone, NATO and Andrew, what is Good one luck. little thing? Good luck. <laughs> Come on, mate. Try, try harder. Try harder. Drew, I like, I li- give, even now, help. like after getting into a relationship, I still wouldn't know what to tell myself last year. Like, mm. I like, don't let it get you down maybe yeah that's like, a good one yeah that's a, that's a pretty good one like that take all, take the losses like, uh, th- with there the is nothing i learned from tinder and bumble that i could instigate knowledge onto my previous I, self last year i just mean in general like in yeah. general in dating like yeah, what, don't let it like get you tip? down and don't put too much f emphasis into it mm. yeah that's good i'd say um know when to no know when to, to get him. out to get out is what i'd say yep. know when enough's enough um and don't be that person that just keeps on chasing a thing that's never gonna work out yeah when it turns into a game of left and rights that's when you just get out yeah get out yeah drew i'll probably i'll probably say if you're single at the moment and you're like oh i really want to be in a relationship and you're thinking about it all the time uh, don't enjoy your freedom while you've got it I, I, I love being in a relationship don't get me wrong but there, there are some times where like oh man, I wish I had this like certain time or freedom to do something I would like to do. Uh, that, that's not all the time, but there are those times. And when you're single, you do. <laughs> I'm not... I just <laughs> wait for you to push your mouth. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, but yeah, no, but it's it's true though. You've It's it's not so so bad uh, being single a lot of the time. But unless you're like 50 and you're like, oh shit, I better get a girlfriend. But... There, yeah. there are definitely trade-offs in relationships and time yeah. is maybe the biggest one of them, I think. Mm. Like, you really lose a sense of sort of self um, and a sense of, like, selfishness in a relationship. You can't yeah. just get away with, like, spending the afternoon to yourself. You've always got to kind of be there. So, yeah, absolutely, mate. Enjoy being single. No, I'm certainly can, enjoying my free time. You can if you have an, like, understanding relationship. Um. All right, do I have either of you guys heard of love languages? No, 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 no. Okay, all right, this is fantastic. Well, like is, French and stuff like that. No, no, no. no Those no, are not like, I, that. not like that. Wee oui, wee. Oui. This is this is about how people communicate affection to each other, and this okay. was told to me by uh, a girlfriend at a time, like ex now, but a girlfriend at the time. How long, didn't how explain long did this, this one me. last? This one didn't last too long about six months okay and, and we so had a, a long one for you yeah like yeah on the long on definitely on the longer side um yeah. and we Ooh. had a great breakup we had a really good breakup um okay. that's a story for another time but love languages so um it's this idea that people express their affection in different ways and there are five different ways apparently people do this so the first is that people can choose to do this using words of affirmation. So things like, I love you, you're my one true love, blah, 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 blah. So people who like say things, mm-hmm. that's that's one way. Is pillow talk in there as well? Pillow talk, I think that's going to, 
I think that kind of comes under like a sixth love language, which was okay. probably NATOisms yeah. is what we'll call that one. Okay. Um, the second one is gifts. So some people just like to give gifts or receive gifts. Mm. Yeah, I'm a and gift giver. That was my ex. She was she was someone who liked to receive gifts, which I thought was like a bit dicky because I'm really good at words. I could just talk and that's free. But the gifts cost me a lot of money. Yeah. And that relationship <laughs> didn't last. <laughs> this, is, this is me just being cheap. <laughs> I know the feeling. Um, <laughs> the third one is acts of service. So Ooh. this one is all about just doing things for them. You know what I mean? So like you might make sure there's always gas in the tank of her car on a Sunday night. That sounds because, like you know, she's got to do. No, but it's more like, you know, it could be like, I, um, I mean, like you go it could to be like their like events or, you know, or something like that with them. Yeah. It's, it's, it's more about doing things for them. So their life's easier. That's how you kind of show yeah. your, your affection. Yeah. Um, the fourth one's time, quality time, just being around. You know, yep. when, whenever, you know, you're just reading books, watching TV, whatever it is. And the fifth one is physical touch. So some people just need to be sort of handheld or, you know, have their arm around them. That's how they kind of demonstrate their, their love and affection. Hmm. Now, this is apparently a thing, like so much so that in an interview with someone, I was interviewing a person for a job recently, we got stuck talking about this for about 15 minutes. Jesus. randomly yeah it wasn't a great interview they didn't get the job but uh, oh you no- were the interviewer uh, uh, oh yeah I was I was, okay. I was, I was yeah it was I was about a- to say that's a weird thing to bring up that is a really weird thing to bring up a job interview yeah I don't know how it came up it was a man of 55 year old man oh, it was weird okay but the, I was about to say were they trying to wanna... seduce you but yeah was he trying to seduce you <laughs> I think he was trying to some guys you. just need know. touch and he like puts his hand on your shoulder it's like ooh <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's which, a good one which, for later. I, which I, love I, language do I'm, you respond I, to, Celine? Yeah, yeah. I got um, a pin for later. Which love language do you think you respond to, Drew? Which Which of those five things do you think you are? Uh, I don't really care about getting gifts necessarily. It's nice to get one on your birthday or Christmas, whatever, but not throughout the year. Uh, prob- probably touch. Like I'm, I'm quite a. Mm, yeah, I'm, 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 <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm, All right, I'm definitely giving you a big, big hug next time I see you. Oh well, yeah, even I'll, even, I'll even if I said no, you'd give me a big hug anyway. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, that that's that's consent. All right, you need. I need to have consent. Oh, of right? course, you got consent. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, just I, I like you know cuddling and you know the arm around like you, you know the, the the savory things. I'm not I'm not going too dirty here, but. No, no, no. It's all, it's all, it's all. But that's what it is. That's exactly yeah, what it yeah. is. You know what I mean? It's that. It's that mm. level of connection. Um, Nato, you're a gifts person. I think you said. No, the, uh, yeah, I yeah. No, I'm not. You well, fickle. He likes getting yeah, gifts. Yeah, I like giving. <laughs> gifts. Yeah, I like giving gifts. But I thought I was not a gift receiver until like, because I just got we got an early uh, like because my birthday's the day after Valentine's Day, so. The, the new uh, lady in my life got me a, a Valentine's birthday present a bit earlier because like that's when she got it so she kind of g- gave it to me and yeah I was like I'm usually not a big one for gifts but it was such a like well I'll explain what it is just in case anyone gets too dirty it's like she got commissioned a drawing of both of us like oh, together cool. yeah. And, yeah. and I was like yeah it just melted my heart like I n- never really got anything like that and it was just I've never really been usually a gift receiver until like then. And I was like, yeah, I was, 
Aww. very teary and stuff like that it was very beautiful gif i, re- I loved it quite do, a lot do, so. do you think it was a better gif than your snapchat premium gift <laughs> uh, well like yes probably definitely but i i also got to hear some other things that wasn't just the only thing yeah um but yeah like i'm i'm a mixture of all of them like there's not one that i like oh uh, yeah like more than the other yeah it all yeah, adds like, up the, doesn't it yeah yeah it's oh, actually apart from like words but yeah. like i'm getting like I don't know like I, it's just different like i'd been in a very long-term relationship until this new one and like i liked certain things in that one like and and words wasn't one of them like getting like words of affirmation and stuff like that but then this this current one like i don't know i'm it's like i don't know whether it's a different relationship whether i'm a different person or but like yeah i really like even just being called good like beautiful and stuff like that like i never thought i needed to be called beautiful because I was a pretty self-confident person, but yeah, it was just weird. Like yeah. I, I've changed what I've liked in a relationship. Yeah, I'll agree with that too. Like the uh, mm. like the communication, the like the words you call one another, and all that too. Yeah. What about you, Dream? What about you? What, what do you What do you feel like is you like? I'm a words guy. You're yeah, a words I'm, guy. I'm definitely you, a words guy. You like being called beautiful? Your beautiful dream. I like being told my eyes are beautiful. <laughs> um i no you know what i just um it's just what i seem to respond to you know i can i like my space and it might be like part of the reason i'm probably very single person but i like i'm a really big <laughs> fan of my my space and my private time so things like touch and quality time i don't need that necessarily yeah um the service one yeah like i like doing things for people and i like having people do things for me that's kind of nice yeah um the, the gifts one i could totally do without like i, I i'm not a very like um like ten like tangible things like, i don't really care for that shit all that much mm. uh, like i like a thoughtful gift but you know i don't need it like you drew it's like you know on your birthday that's nice on christmas is cool but otherwise i'll just if i need something i'll just get it myself uh, but yeah, yeah, words, words, words is where it's at. It's kind of nice having someone tell you that you know they they care about you. Hmm. You're a poet, and you might know it. There you go. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> um, I got another fun fact. All right. This one's this one's another like kind of like it's kind of in the same vein as the last two. In Finland, they don't have a like a Valentine's Day. They've got this thing. I'm gonna butcher it. I might actually put a soundbite over this if I if I don't like how I pronounce it. Is what they call it. Sounds okay. beautiful. Yeah, it does. Yeah, it's the Finnish holiday. I'm not even going to try and say it again. It's all about friends. And I like this because it's a little bit more inclusive and it's a little bit a little bit nicer for the people out there like me who don't necessarily have someone on Feb 14. It's a day to celebrate people who you just kind of care about. You know, people like you, Drew, people like you, NATO. Um, my friends so happy Ishtavan Paya day <laughs> and I'm not going to say that word ever again yeah that that is nice I guess it's how sort of Valentine's Day sort of excludes some people who aren't in relationships or even worse just got out of a relationship that, I, I would imagine that would be awful to have that roll around on your Facebook page people are like yeah I'm celebrating Valentine's Day and you're just like <sighs> in the rain with no umbrella yeah that's, that's what it feels with, like they call it with single your computer. awareness day yeah, well, yeah. Here's, here's a good question porn hubs on the next screen yeah <laughs> salim you're gonna be single this week well, what are you doing on valentine's day 
um, I'm going to go to work yeah. and <laughs> I'm going to release this episode because, because uh, by God, it's 8-bit day is what it is. It's AT3BIT day. Um, no, I'm not going to do anything terribly special. I don't know. I might call a single friend and, and go around and have a single day together where we just celebrate mm. our singleness together for a night and have a drink together. Afterwards. Yeah. yeah. Well, to yeah. be fair, Nader, that's probably what we're going to be doing too. We're going to be going to work, probably come home and say... Oh, I've, got, I've got some old secrets up the sleeve. Do you? Oh. Yeah. Can you, can you divulge your secrets or is, is your significant other literally room, next yes. to you right now? Yeah. Like yeah. right next to you, yeah. aren't they? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm. You, is it, does it involve a Ferris wheel and a ring? No. No. Damn it doesn't. Drew, no. you know? I ain't got that cash. Yeah. <laughs> I'm the same way. Yeah. I don't got that cash either. So we, we talked a little bit about my bad dating and all that. But I, you've you've been in a relationship for four years, so there was some there was some years before this. Was did you have any bad dates out there? Any bad times? Uh, I wouldn't say I wouldn't say it was a bad one, but one one that did come to mind was probably just after high school. Yes. I, I I I didn't have like, I didn't really have many dates, but this is like technically my my first, and like I, I, at the time I was driving a Nissan Patrol. Um, mm, like, oh, yes. And it was just like it's just like a two seater. It was like. Uh, Real, real old four wheel drive. What year was it? It's like it was nineteen ninety five or something. It's pretty old, and yeah. and I uh, I asked this um, girl to come out to the the movies, and I went went and picked her up, and I was I was nervous as fuck. Like I was like shitting bricks, and I went went into the driveway and you know got in and whatever. And as I was backing, like with the old four wheel drives, you can't really see much at the back, and I yeah. actually reversed Aww. actually reversed into the fence. Oh, <laughs> oh <no. laughs> it, it it didn't do anything to the fence, didn't do anything to my car. It just made like a big boom, and that that was pretty much it. But it's just like it was one of those things where you just like want to put your head in your hand, and you never want to get out of that. <laughs> you never want to. Yeah, open yeah. Like, all you did you take was her a out after exit. that? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I drove oh. off. And, yeah. Oh no. So so a similar thing sort of happened to me as well. Like it was the girlfriend that I told you that like broke up with me after a month and a half. So on the way to go pick her up one time, I got into one of my two big accidents I've had in my life, and Ooh. so, so I got t-boned, and so like it it had caved in like half of my car, and at that time I didn't realize how damaged my car was at that. Like I didn't understand the concept of like once an axle's broke, like bent even the slightest <laughs> bit, like the car's a right off. Oh no, yeah. That. So like I've gone to pick her up. <laughs> And then she's like looked at the side of the car and just like, what did you do to your car? And then so like had to pick her up and I was like, oh, I got into an accident like earlier this morning and stuff like that. So we ended, oh, no. ended up taking out to take her to the beach for ice cream and stuff like that. And then, and then even the worst thing happened. I accidentally locked the keys in the car as well. <laughs> no. when, 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 so we got back to the car. Might as well just pushed realized, it to the beach. <laughs> yeah, re- realized the keys are locked in the car, so I've had to call the RAC. Which I don't know. I don't know if RAC is nationwide or just a WA. It's the RAA it's, over it's su- here. Okay, it's yeah. an RMA here. It's it's a Subiaco okay, it thing. Is, all right, it's just yeah. a WA thing. Cool. Um, okay. <laughs> yeah. Um. So yeah. So they could like get open my car for me, and the guy rocks up and he's like, "I don't think this car is drivable, mate." And I'm like. Oh, okay. <laughs> and but he's like, I can still break into it for you. And I'm like, yeah, because I still kind of need to drop her off and go home and stuff like that as well. So yeah, like, 
ended up having to get home and like tell my parents like well dropped her off didn't like want to face her parents like showing them that i like drove her around in this like just dead car and then like had to get home and explain to my parents yeah i got into an accident Mm. earlier that day and i've been driving around in this car that's like not roadworthy now anymore. If the oh axle boy. was bent, was it like a was it, was it vibrating? Oh yeah, yeah, it vibrated heaps. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't notice that? You didn't like, oh shit, this is this car's not a good. Look, I was more concerned in taking this girl out to the beach that I'd promised her that I was going to be doing. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I guess your head's just in a completely different space where you're just like, I want this to work. Yeah, doesn't matter if we're going to shake. Nathan was like, "Yep, I got to take this girl out. Who cares about the car?" It's like, all she'll, good. She'll be all shaken up by the time she gets there. She just gets out the car and goes, Ooh. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Celine. Like a can of coke. Yes, NATO. You must... The, being, being a man that's been uh, like single a, a, quant, uh, a large portion of his life, you must have had a few dates here and there, though. N- notoriously. Yeah. Uh, have you had yeah. any well, just terrible a ones? Had a, yeah. I've had a lot of... Lot of, lot of a lot of absolute perlers, actually. Yeah, hit, um, hit us with a few of them. Uh, there's like two that spring to mind. Yeah. I'll, like, I'll just give you like really quick. One of them was like mid-relationship. It was like, but it's, it was a, like a bit of a year-long thing. Yeah. And it was the first time I was with this girl while she was cooking. Usually I cook. I like cooking. Um, mm-hmm. She was cooking spaghetti. She was so excited to cook spaghetti. <laughs> um, this, this is pretty Fair mundane, enough. but... <laughs> Um, I get into her kitchen and, and on the counter, she's got like a full pack of spaghetti, one onion and some like instant spaghetti sauce and mince, which is like, it's not, not the end of the world, but okay. Pretty, yeah. pretty boring. Um, she ended up like cooking all of the pasta, which if you've never done this before and you don't understand why that's a sin, it's just too much pasta to sauce. Like the pasta to sauce ratio is just not going to work. I was just kind of like cringing watching her try and make this. Um, see, see and- I, I will come in and defend her then. I, I always cook all the pasta because yeah. like, I'll use that pasta for the rest of the week and stuff like that. Mm. And when I, come I end up throwing it away if I cook too much. Yeah, that's yeah. or you just, you know, you just cook half. But when I come to Subiaco, Ned, I'll, I'll show you how to do it properly. Nah, um, you cook all the pasta, and then and then you get a little bit out. You, like you don't put the whole thing in with the sauce. You get a little bit out of the pasta, yeah. And then you put the sauce with it. Our, our uh, spaghetti container has like a hole in it, and it's it's got a hole for enough for one person. It's got another hole for enough for two people. <laughs> oh, you got one of those cool? Yeah, I've seen them. Yes. They're awesome. So that so you guys, it works out really well. You guys understand this, but she she didn't, and she added it all together, and then because there was oh, so much. Okay. Because there was so much, she gave me a ton of it to eat. And I had to just kind of like like power through it. Like, oh, this is delicious. Mm, yum, yum. Like, meanwhile, I was like dying inside. I wanted to throw up. Anyway, nice cut, to, cut to our breakup. And Did you like bring up months, the spaghetti in the breakup? Months, I totally brought this up in the breakup. Oh, <laughs> she, she got mad at me. I, I forget why, but she got mad at me. Um, about uh, something I'd said a couple of days prior and it was clear we were breaking mm-hmm. up and she started like just like laying out a list of things that she didn't like and then I had like fucking like 15 seconds for a bottle and the only thing that came out was well your spaghetti's shit <laughs> <laughs> you cooked too much spaghetti you butt <laughs> yeah. yeah and uh, I regret it 
now nobody's cooking spaghetti for Cause, you. No, because like after the hang up, I remember like 500 yeah. other things that would have been fun to say in a breakup. Like and it was like things, like actual, yeah, yeah. And it was going to be like a fun breakup, you know, where we both kind of leave it like, you know, yeah, that was fun. Um, I had a date. You had to bring up the spaghetti. Yeah, it was, yeah, well, it, it kind of had to be said. I'd, I'd been waiting for months to tell her. <laughs> like, <laughs> At least it wasn't that offensive. <laughs> You go into Dream's room and there's just like pictures of spaghetti bowls and like just spaghetti written in blood across the wall. It's just like a like a thick tome full of recipes on how to make spaghetti. (laughs) You cook too much spaghetti. I've got like a weird chef's hat somewhere in the corner next to like a black belt. Um, So the other one, this one's a bit more like on the MA side. I went on a date with a girl recently where we kind of ended up back at her place and she had a dog and the dog kept biting me <laughs> and I was like getting very annoyed by it. So she put it out and we ended up going into her bedroom and I noticed that the dog bed was in the room. Yeah, and so I felt bad straight away because it's past midnight. The dog's sleeping somewhere that's not its bed. Yeah. And then, you know, things start to happen. Yeah. And then there's this sort of non-sexual scent in the air, this really pungent sort of weird smell floating through the air. And it was next to this girl's bed is just dog food. Oh, and oh. it was the grossest thing. I in think your bedroom. I, no way. I know, no right? Way. You don't put animals in... Uh, like, I'm off a farm. I'm not, I'm not a big believer in animals in the house to begin with, except for maybe a cat. We've got a kitten at the moment with toilet training it and stuff. So it's, the stuff's in the laundry. But yeah, and that 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 stinks enough. That like obviously cat shit and cat food. Um, when it grows up, it's gonna be outside. But man, next to your bed, yeah. I don't think so. That is disgusting. It's gross, right? It's kind of it's weird because I never thought I would ever have to deal with that kind of level. Like I never thought I'd be in a situation where I'm the person who's like, mm, it's a bit too dirty for me. <laughs> <laughs> like, well, I've had, I'm, a, I've had, I'm a born again pet owner. Like uh, for, yeah. up until literally this year, I was completely no pets inside. Cause I like my parents' house, they live on a whole bunch of acreage. So mm. we've always had pets outside. But yes, the the new girlfriend has indoor dogs, and at first I was like, oh, okay, okay. But now, like, I sleep with them in the bed now. Like, I love it. I just uh, do dude, you have their food know. next to you though? No, the food is yeah. definitely not in the bedroom though. That that is that is a definite no. That is a bit weird. It's a bit like if things get a was bit heated. Was it dry food or, or or like or wet food though? It was it, it, like to be Sounds fair. Like it was wet. Well, well, there's no fairness here, but it was dry food. God, that doesn't. Sound it wasn't good wet at... food. Oh. Yeah, just like wet 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 food in the bedroom. Things get a bit heated, and like you roll off the bed into the dog food, and yeah, yeah, it'd be a nice little scent there. It was dry food. It wasn't wet food. Oh, it was dry food, no, and it, was... it still smelled bad. It oh, it stank. It stank. Yeah, I can okay. smell it above. Like, come on, we've, we're all we're all men here. We're all fully grown adults. We know what it all smells like when you're in the room. Mm-hmm. To smell it <laughs> over those smells, come yeah. on, that's pretty. That's pretty intense, right? Yeah. Yes. Have like anyway. an old dog bone, just like <laughs> at the bottom of the bed. Got all this food. The gnawed remains of the last guy that came into the <laughs> yeah. bedroom. Um. All right, so uh, I'm just going to take this moment to mention that if you haven't already done so, please ho- uh, head on over to patreon.com forward slash we are 8 bit. Yes, that's right. We have just launched a Patreon uh, for the 8 bit collective. Now, for just a dollar a month, you'll get access to this podcast 
two weeks before everyone else in the general public gets it. We'll make it available to you on day one on release. And that's not all. There are five different tiers that you can choose to donate to with a whole bunch of awards um, at each tier. Things like merch, things like shout outs, access to this pod, like I said, two weeks in advance. And you can even have your say on the topics that get talked about on this particular podcast. We are even creating, and this is cool. I've never seen anyone do this. This is how like forward thinking this whole collective is. We are <laughs> even doing a digital mural where you yourself can get your own personal avatar added to the mural on the 8bit.net website. So head on over to patreon.com forward slash we are 8bit to check it out and participate. And of course, thank you very much to everyone who has already decided, uh, sorry, already sponsored us. It means the world to us. This is a brand new thing for us. It's a whole new step for us. Four years in the making. And uh, we couldn't be more thrilled to be launching 8-Bit 3.0. Now, before we say goodbye, I have a question that's come in. And this is a question from a longtime 8-Bit fan and uh, someone who's very dear to me, good friend of the 8-Bit the, the family, Mr. Dylan Keate. And this is a question, it's an all play for all of us. The question is, how do you find someone to love do you enjoy moderate unsuccess on apps like Tinder and OkCupid? Keep a keen eye out at pubs, clubs and parties or do you find them out of the blue when you're not looking? Out of the blue. Yeah, I would say the same. Try to. Yeah. Out of the blue. Yeah. Ideally. Every one, yeah. Of, every one of my relationships has been out of the blue. Mm. Mine, yeah, mine was too. And they're, and they're kind of like, they're kind of organic as well, hey? Mm. Yep. When you're not expecting it, just kind of like... Mm. It's this really exciting, surprising kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Like, like uh, at the at the clubs and stuff like that. It's probably the worst place to try and meet someone. Like with when, when you can't see them, when you can't hear them, and yeah, it's pre- it's pretty much an awful thing. <laughs> yeah, oh, I I totally agree, dude. I've spent a lot of a lot of wasted hours in really trashy clubs, and I've never met anyone mm. <laughs> in a club where I've thought. You're my soulmate. I've never met anyone like that. Definitely out of the blue no for me as well, I think, um, on that front. But I'll, I'll say this as well, though. I think, and it's almost sort of contrary to the point that you made earlier, Drew, and I agree with your point as well. Like, I think that you need to, I find that you're always going to be more successful if you're sort of putting yourself out there than opposed to just sort of being yeah. passive and placid. Like, if you're not doing it, if you're not out there trying in some kind of way, then... It's, it's going to be a lot harder for you. I think yeah, I was, I was going to say that too. Like, kind of decision. if you're just sitting at home on your computer and you're going, you're going to work and you're on Facebook and whatever, and you're thinking, why aren't I meeting anyone? You've got to sort of try and put yourself out there, either just with sporting, maybe sporting clubs, maybe find a hobby and try to do. And it's hard too. Like um, where I live, it's only a small town, so you know everyone from high school and you know. Uh, like most people around the area. So actually being able to meet like new people, it's hard, but there's always, there's always someone out there or like around. You've just got to put yourself in the situation for it to happen. And you can't just go on Tinder and go, Oh, why aren't I finding anyone? Because uh, as we, as we talked about before, uh, it's not the be all end all. Yeah. 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 And if you haven't already done it, give it a crack anyway. Yeah, absolutely. There's no, there's no uh, downside unless you, uh, 
put a picture up. You're not meant to. Yeah. <laughs> If all else fails, start subscribing to some Snapchat premium accounts. Maybe NATO's got a list that he can recommend. Um, you <laughs> might find you I've might got a be massive list if you need. <laughs> of course you do. A massive list. <laughs> NATO's massive list of shame Snapchat premium accounts. I cannot wait to see it. Well, um, gents, I think that's going to be it for us. Unless you had something else to add there, Nato, at the end there about that question. No. 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 All right. Perfect. Dylan, thanks for the question, mate. We love you. And uh, I hope you'll find some uh, some some nuggets of wisdom in that little response. And, and to everyone oh, else God. who heard it. <laughs> <laughs> or not. Um, so, look, that's it for the very first episode of the 8-Bit Cast. Um, gents, where can we find you out there in the wild? Uh, you can find me at the House of Mario, a Nintendo podcast. Uh, host the podcast with my best mate Bryce. We talk about Nintendo games each and every week, uh, whether it's latest news or interviews with developers or members of the community. Uh, love doing it every week, and yeah, that's where you can find me on the Eight Bit Collective. You can find me everywhere at I Know NATO. You can also check out U Game Bro with a zero at the end or Distant Dungeons. My they're my three Twitters. Go check. Oh, and A Plus Anime. That's my mm. other one as well. Mm. Check out all those Twitters. Yeah. I guess you can find me at iDruby on Twitter too. I forgot to say that. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. Uh, and you can find me at SalimTD and, uh, of course, every Monday on the Hungry Gamers podcast um, where we talk uh, about video games and what we've played in the news uh, with my two co-hosts, Ali and Brendan. And you can find the whole collective at 8bit.net and at we are eight bit and i think that's it so lovers thank you very much for listening i wish everyone a very happy valentine's day or an Ustavan, baby. day um take care of each other and we'll see you next time